Hello, hi, my name is Chris. Welcome to COVID-19 update. I am located in Ottawa, and this is all the update in uh, what's going on in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Again, uh, as of uh, today, we are April 14th, 2020. This has been going on for about uh, three weeks now, or a little bit over that. And I'm just going to get you guys uh, to listen to what we heard. This was March uh, 22nd, I think. This was our Doug Ford, his governor, just uh, declaring that we were closing all the non-essential stuff in the city, in our province. So yeah, as you can hear, every non-essential was forced to kind of stay for the worker to stay at home, and everything was closed, which means a closing store or anything like that. Malls or major malls closed. The only thing that was a little different is some of the stuff that you would consider essential or non-essential were kind of still open. For example. LCBO is considered as an essential store. Not sure why, but again, it's considered essential. All the marijuana stores, all as well considered essential. Again, not sure why, but that's what our government was able to come up with. But again, I could definitely understand how in times like this, people that are addicted to drugs and stuff like that would wanna, would need that in a moment like this. So like I said uh, today on um, April 14th, 2020, the world uh, infected total is 1.97 million. So we got almost close to 2 million people infected. The recovered amount is about 464,000. That's somewhere close to like 25, almost 30%. And uh, the total death worldwide right now is uh, 123,000. So that's about uh, a little bit under 7 to 8, uh, 6% of the infected. Again, that's a lot, a lot of people. Some people don't seem to kind of understand that number. Because if you do go back to somewhere, let's say January or even February, well, that total was somewhere close to 3,000. All that was in China. Now we got somewhere close to 120,000 people still acting like that number is not serious. But again, that's where we are today. And then again, uh, USA is leading the world with the uh, most death. And they do have uh, 24.8 thousand people infected, uh, sorry, dead. That's about 25,000. And their infection, like they have a lot, a lot, a lot of people infected. So we won't go on that. And for Canada itself, a death toll is still kind of, yeah, I, I don't know if I would say low, but again, based on compared to USA, we are low. So the numbers are 823. And the number of infected, we are somewhere close to 26,000. 
we're creeping up on some of the higher numbers such as uh belgium and all the countries like that so right now we have the leading being usa spain italy france and uh, germany this is the number of cases when it comes to death the leading one is usa italy spain followed by uh by uk so again like this is is hitting the first world country really 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 big that's why i thought maybe hey let's uh let's talk about it a little all right as uh so as we go on for now this few our government have did some of the power moves again and trying to keep everything going so when you look at canada's approach compared to usa our approach is more toward saving people's life uh, if you look at it we're not really that uh concentrated on economy as like let's say usa is or even like i'd say uk and so with usa approach they're planning on building a big company and try to keep the masses are working as long as possible, which in a sense is if you are willing to work, U.S. is going to let you work. Whether you're smart enough to know the danger or to understand what's going on, if you are willing to work, they're letting, they're letting you work and just, yeah, you're risk, hopefully you're okay. Canada is taking uh, the opposite approach as in a sense as they are promoting people not to go to work, in a sense. Almost anybody that's getting minimum wage, it's not worth it for you to go to work. You might as well stay home because you probably get the same amount of pay. Now, this is where I think uh, the conservative and I would say the NDP, they come in. NDP are taking the actual liberal approach where they think everybody should just get money and get to stay at home, which means everybody should be able to apply for a grant as the government has given everybody a grant of $2,000. As long as you are out of work because of the COVID-19 or you have to stay at home because of kids or anything like that. And I think the United States or USA is giving away 1200 And from what I know, it's a loan. It's not, a, it's not like money that you're just getting. Now, for a conservative, for them, they do understand that we do still are competing with uh, countries such as USA, China, and Russia. So they do try to keep our economy a little bit more going. But again, that's why they are promoting. Uh, they want uh, people to be able to qualify for the $2,000 and still be able to go to work. In a sense, it's like if you do feel like, hey, yeah, I'm still able to work, not really too worried about this. But again, I still want to get my $2,000. Is it going to work? So, because based on uh, how I'm understanding, the conservative view is under the liberal, we're just going to take the $2,000 and not go to work. And conservative view is like people should go to work as long as you don't care about the danger or you don't even understand the danger. So as long as, like, I guess you can see, like, if you're not smart enough to actually calculate the amount of danger and realize it's not worth it, they're willing to let you go to work just to keep the economy going. Because again, if we stay shut down for as long as we are, it's going to be hard for us to come back from this. But again, I would not advise anybody to go risk their life. 
But so because of that, that's why conservatives are trying to find a way to get our economy going so we're not way too behind by the time all this is over. Now, again, NDP is just, again, they're just trying to be, like, the so-called good guy to the low-income people by saying, oh, blah, 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 we should give everybody money. It's like, no, the government doesn't have money like that. And even the $72 billion that they're giving out to to build up people through this, it's not enough. Like, this is going to last 18 months to two years of minimum of at least one year. So I'm sorry, but that's still not going to be enough. And for most people, like, especially anybody making over 3000 uh, a month, which is a lot of people, because uh, even with 3000 a month, you're not even at uh, 60000 Like, No, so it's like it's not even covering most of the people's bill. Uh, renting auto or, or even Toronto, probably the 1500 That's for a one-bedroom. So if you have a two-bedroom, three-bedroom, you can't even pay rent. If you have car payment, if you have insurance, if you have anything like that, you kind of screwed hydro or anything like that. But again, if you are living off minimum wage of one of those people that's on welfare, I'm sure it's pretty, it's a way better than the 600 or I don't know how much your welfare gives up. But again, getting 2000 a month would definitely do that. So just to help you run around, which it definitely helps. But it's not really something that anyone can kind of live off, I guess. Now, the next thing, too, is like uh, our Ontario government. What most people don't understand, they keep blaming Trudeau for like uh, the stores and stuff that's open. No, that's provincial government. If LCBO is open, that's Doug Ford. If uh, the marijuana store is open, that is Doug Ford. And the reason why is because, again, they're conservative. They're still trying to make money. Among all this stuff, they don't really care. Because if it was my, op- my opinion, stores, grocery stores, and all that stuff would be run by soldiers. Why? Because people will respect them more. They'll be able to enforce all the rules. And, uh, again, they sign up for stuff like this. Like when you decide to be a soldier or something as a doctor or anything like that, you do understand that times like this can happen and you're going to be called for to protect everybody and for us and yeah we do thank you for it but it's not a person like i decided i'm going to begin paying minimum wage work at a grocery store and now it's time for me to go risk my life what that makes no sense at all to me like at all and that's what people are thinking uh, has to go on like but I guess it's uh, time we're at right now. And again, so yeah, those was my little small update. I'll be doing a lot of these uh, going forward just to keep people up to date to what's going on here in the city. So as of now, like most, uh, all, all the province except for two are still in isolation. Quebec and BC are more into like uh, an extreme isolation or like a low level quarantine. Where it's like uh, nobody's, they're not promoting people going outside. They're trying to force people to kind of stay inside. And again, for everybody, just let's just try to stay safe. Stay inside. Uh, your house, don't go outside unless you have to. And uh, again, thank you for listening to me. You can follow us on, let's say, Apple, Spotify, and everything. As I'll get better at doing these. These are my first uh, recording for uh, COVID.
again I'm just excited to do the podcast as uh, as I did realize a lot of people aren't taking it serious. So starting tomorrow I'll be posting more video of uh, what to do and what's uh what will be the right thing and how much people are affected. And again every race is affected. Every genre is like I don't know what to say, like everybody's affected. It doesn't matter if you think you're safe, you're not. It doesn't matter how young you are, you're not. And uh, in the next episode, we'll be talking about everything going on in China, among this racism and everything, USA. Who do I think it is to blame for this? And uh, what, what you should do and how you can do to help uh, other, which is maybe you yourself or the neighbors. Again, thank you for listening. Have yourself a great day.